0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to China Money Podcast. For local knowledge on investing in China, go to our website, chinamoneypodcast.com, for more great episodes or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I'm your host, Nina Xiang. Our guest today is Monty Brand, CEO and partner at Stepstone Group, a private equity firm overseeing over $50 billion. He's talking to me today in his office in Beijing. Monty, welcome. Thank you. We have been uh, relocated to Beijing for more than two years, and yeah. Sepstone has had an office in Beijing for close to two years. How did your business grow during this time?
1: Well, we've increased the amount of capital that we invest into China—a huge amount, a huge amounts. You know, we used to invest a relatively small amount, maybe 25, 30 million dollars a year into Chinese managers into Chinese deals, and now we're investing somewhere around 300 to 500 million a year. So, on the investment side there's been a lot of growth
0: so where do you see attractive opportunities right now
1: almost all the money that we invest in china is somehow connected into the consumer market in china I mean, a lot of markets like mining and resources are very very difficult markets and are, most of them aren't really accessible to foreign investors anyways so um, you know the consumer market tends to be uh... more open less politically oriented here as well we've invested in a firm called chiming which is a private equity firm that does both technology and um, healthcare oriented investments, uh, healthcare side, you know, very much driven by demographics and driven by the, uh, you know, what's happening with the consumer here. We invest with CDH, which is uh, also has a big amount of kind of consumer and growth oriented investments in the, the, um, the overall mix of their business. Um, we have done some investments non-traditional so we invested with Citic Capital and Citic Capital does more um, state SOEs, so state-owned enterprise buyouts, so we've done that as well.
0: What kind of return are we talking about here? What are you expecting?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, most of the returns we're targeting in China is somewhere around gross returns of 30% IRR, so 30% return per year on a gross basis is the general target. Um, globally, in more developed markets, the target's more in the range of 20% mm-hmm on a gross basis, but um, but China has, you know, certain emerging market risks still, so the return targets are higher.
0: Do you mostly tend to invest into funds that's uh, overseas funds, or some Chinese local run U.S. dollar funds as well?
1: As a firm, we tend to favor, particularly in markets like China, local managers. So managers who have a very local approach, have a very local team. Um, we think that there's just a lot of advantages in having all those local connections and insight and perspective. When we invest in the local managers, one of the challenges is we cannot invest in RMB funds today. So, we're not a a local Chinese, um, fully Chinese-owned entity, so we have limitations on what we can invest in so far, Um, although that is all being kind of worked through now in a regulatory perspective. So today we're investing in what are called dollar or offshore um, funds of Chinese managers and most of these managers in, they manage both an rmb fund a local currency fund and a foreign currency fund
0: we know that there is a potential conflict of interest yes. when you're investing both a usc fund and an rmb fund obviously usc investment requires much more regulatory process you have to go through so what's your observation of how managers deal with this kind of a conflict of interest
1: Uh, As a general point, it's a major headache, and it's one of the things that makes the Chinese market um, more complicated and and less appealing, frankly, than it would otherwise be. But the managers have gotten pretty good at trying to, particularly the managers that are very committed to their offshore businesses, have gotten very good at trying to balance the conflicts, the potential conflicts, and put together structures that protect the offshore investors. But I think the most important thing is you have to find managers that really value their offshore part of their strategy because that's really the main protection you have, that they're going to treat you and the other offshore investors fairly relative to the onshore investors. There's a lot of managers that understand that the Chinese markets are very volatile. They go up and down. Chinese capital tends to be very hot capital. It comes in and out. And foreign capital tends to be much more institutional and much more long-term oriented and has been around for a long time. And if you do well for them, they continue to invest with you.
0: Thank you so much, Monty. Thank you. That's today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, go to our website Chinamoneypodcast.com or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time.